Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's podcast time once again. Welcome back to the Covered It podcast. This is a golfy slash non-golfy chit-chat podcast brought to you by the boys from Quack Golf. If you are, if you've been with us from the start, then thank you very much. And if you are joining us for the first time today, then hopefully our goal is to get you to follow and like the podcast and hopefully buy some quack merch for yourselves and black friday is coming up christmas coming up if you want to buy your old man or your mother or your brother or your sister some quack golf presents then quackgolf.com is um is the is where you should go um it's been a while there's some cobwebs here but once again joining me in the booth is um is my very best friends mr ben um black lung scott how are you doing good patrick um it's been a while it's good to be back there's been a lot going on in all of our lives a lot of this happened like i can proudly see a medal being drawn around your neck I'm, yeah I'm, I'm so proud of you i i didn't win but i came 8444th which is such an achievement uh, out of how many uh i think like sixteen thousand or something like that we love that middle of the pack yeah yeah you're mid, you're, i've always said you're a mid um team. mr moto moto scott sullivan up in the top left corner there how are we doing on a monday evening spurs are about to play are how are you feeling terrified uh good to see you sean um yeah i'm terrified any real first spurs fan knows that when things are going good it's going to absolutely capitulate at some stage. And Chelsea are our bogey team. We always play terrible. Like if it was Man City tonight away, I'd be confident. I'd be like, we can get a result. We always see yeah. Man City, but Chelsea, I just, I just guarantee you something bad's gonna happen. Or like worse, Madison or something mm. get injured, and we're like, well, that's us back to eighth or ninth. So, uh, but no, I don't know. All's well with me though, Patrick. I have no medal for you, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but. But yeah, yeah. All as a Man United fan, I just feel like Big Ange in all of his interviews. He just gives like this feeling of safeness or something. He's just like Stability. a a dad or something. He's just like it's all right, mate. We're gonna be fine. I love the way he says mate every single time. Yeah, yeah. He's real, just like even keel. Like oh, some of the players' quotes after talking to him and stuff are are quite cool. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's the kind of bloke you just you'd want. Like you'd love him to be your dad, or you'd love him to be like exactly. I wish An he was uncle. coming on the dads and lads golf trips. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Shani, okay. So, sorry, Ben. Yes. Sorry, I I do want to get ahead of you. I just wanted, following on from you, obviously running the Dublin Marathon and doing very well, finishing it, all that. Um, I came across a, across a question on TikTok, and before Sam McElroy gets up on my grill. Yes, I saw this on TikTok, and yes, I'm going to ask this. But if you had four years to train for the next Olympics, what yes. sport do you think you could compete? Com- what sport do you think you could compete in, and not come last? Your only goal is to not be the last person in that um, sport. I, I think archery. Have you ever watched archery? Um, they're incredibly accurate, Johnny. Is archery on its own a, a sport in the Olympics? It is, isn't it? I think very yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, if you think about the general skill of archery, you pull a bow back and you let it go. Okay, that's not the I, answer I, I was I've, expecting. I presume I've pissed off all of the the archer the archers out there, but um, surely, like, I mean, uh, first of all, I think it would be impossible anyway to do it in any sport. Well, sure I was kind are. of racking rack my brain and i thought maybe okay i'm, I'm gonna go winter olympics maybe curling that is exactly what i was just about <laughs> to say i was about to go give me no, four but... years and i'm gonna be on that irish curling team and i guarantee you will beat someone yeah but you'd have to learn how to ice skate and stuff that'd be hard ice curling what ice skate have you ever watched curling don't you you, you slide around a bit don't you it's a push a shove and then a bit of brushing and brooming going but on hup, ice hup. Uh, yeah, but Scott, do you know who tried to start an Irish curling team? No. You know them. So do you, Shani. Um, they own Perryville House in... Oh, wow. They, you know, they spend uh, a lot Donnie of time... Corcoran. Yeah, they spend a lot of time in Switzerland. 
and apparently they started doing a bit of curling down in Switzerland, and they decided they wanted to create the Irish curling team. I don't know whatever happened. Sorry, Johnny Corcoran is a friend of the pod, a good in-sale man. Now, I will get the details for the next podcast on If you could, that would be great. Absolutely. What? I think that's that's the story that we both went for. My dad brought that back from a a dinner party once, so that could be complete bollocks. But the other one I thought was maybe bobsled. I could just hop in the back. I I was just thinking, like, well, I was going to go down skeleton. You go in the middle. Yeah. Middle two. Or else maybe just jump on the back of a horse for dressage. Because it's all the horse, really. God, I don't know about that. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay. But good question, all the same. Thank you very much. And uh, yes, a massive thank you to everyone who donated to my marathon attempt. Um, As already stated, I didn't win the event, unfortunately. But thankfully, I finished it. Um, It was some buzz, lads. Honestly, great experience. I'd recommend anyone, if anyone's even thinking of doing it. I'd uh, I'd recommend doing it. I no. set a personal PB, set a personal PB of four hours and eleven minutes. Um, there were some very funny signs on the way around. Um, this is a lot of work for a free banana. Um, if you can uh, give birth, you can do this. I can't attest to that one. Um, but we were coming up a huge hill in Inchicore and. Uh, there was a huge sign, definitely a couple of head the balls to put this one up, but there was a huge <laughs> sign at the very top of the hill and it just said, don't worry, lads, there's only a shite load of miles left. Um, and I actually get, I had got a bit of a chocolate out of that. Um, some funny things that happened, uh, I'm fairly sure, right? I didn't confirm this afterwards, but I'm fairly sure I was handed a bottle of water by Gary O'Donovan, the... The O'Donovan the, with the the, the beard, yeah, the, the one with the, the the good one, the really good one. Was he was he um, running or? No, just... he was just handing out water, just uh, out of the goodness of his heart. Um, now it could have also been uh, like a lookalike to Gary O'Donovan, but I'm fairly sure it was him. Isn't, um, isn't sorry, just to fact, isn't Paul the one with the beard? The good one. Whichever the one with the beard was. I think Paul is the one. Paul. That, Paul. That A to B, like Paul, like a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's Paul. But yeah. It was around about the kind of chapel lizard section. So I don't know, maybe he was in the rowing club nearby there and, and, and happened to stand maybe. out. But um, I definitely was handed a bottle of water by um a former a former Leinster lion, Egan Mad Dog Madigan, um Madigan Square Gardens. And um, to be fair, right, at the time I was like, do you know what? Fair play to him now. You know, I obviously have my grievances against former Leinster players, but he was giving it socks. Like he was standing on Roebuck Hill and he was dragging people up there in the rain. Um, uh, now, afterwards, I found out that he was working for Lucasade. So, um, look, that's fine. But um, I I gained a little bit of respect for Ian Madigan there now. Um what, what did you find yourself but, thinking about the way around? Were you listening to something? I listened to music and like the whole time there was the the whole time that I was doing in my head was um there was more mile markers than kilometer markers. So every time I got to a mile marker, I was multiplying it by 1.6 in my head to try and figure out how many kilometers were I, I had gone and, and that, that would take you about a take you about that, a mile then you yeah get, get another mile down the road but then you'd be so you'd be you'd be so out of it that you'd be like hang on did i just see the 18 mile marker or the 19 mile yeah. marker and you'd be in a little space um but uh yeah so i've got the marathon done right hopefully scratch sometime in the next couple of years right then my plan is buy a snooker table and a dartboard and work on a 147 break and a nine darter. And then how many lads can say that they've had a hole in one, got to scratch, ran a marathon, 147 break and a nine darter. Get on to Guinness Book World Records. I, and I competed for Ireland in archery. <laughs> I, I can promise you, I can promise you that the hardest one there is 147 is going to take you yeah, the so long. The, the rest of your life. Do you think that'd be harder than the nine darter? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. I, I yeah, I think so too. I just think one four sevens are like if you've no snooker background, snooker is so tough, man. Yeah. Like, I've also 
in classic our friend group fashion have not been listening to a word you've said over the last five years <laughs> and just been thinking going through all the summer olympic sports of what i could do and i've settled on lacrosse is coming back to the olympics in 2020 oh, really? oh okay yeah. yeah you could play in a cross team yeah and the thing is obviously america canada going to be unbelievable we're not going to get near those blokes however they need a competition so there's definitely going to be some countries going here we throw together a lacrosse team and i feel i know enough golf or hockey people that we could translate over and we won't come last as a lacrosse team in 2028 there must be an irish lacrosse team somewhere i'm sure i'm sure there, okay that's a better way of putting it maybe there is an irish lacrosse team you I'm just go get on that team i'm going to infiltrate that team yeah <laughs> yeah and, yeah um do you, do you know the way lacrosse as well is um quite violent um is it kind of like ice hockey where they have one guy on the team that just goes on and starts fights and just hits people and then runs off again I don't know. I haven't really. You can do that, like you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much of a fighter now. All you know, five foot ten frame, <laughs> and you know, I don't think I'd be much of a fighter. But I think I could, you know, with the hockey background, I could maneuver myself around the lacrosse pitch. Mm. I've never tried it, but um, but yeah, that's sorry for not listening to your marathon story, Shani. I was just <laughs> racking through all the sports in my head, being like, I don't. You know, there's sometimes though in the Olympics where you watch a swimming event, and you're like, some of them, you're like, that fella's gonna drown. And like they're just in yeah. it because countries have sent those people. I think that if I had four years, I could probably beat them. But that's you know. no problem. That's no problem at all, Scott. I didn't see you out supporting me, but um, that's fine. That's no problem. Um, I was in Cork, Shane, at the Jazz, <laughs> which, which you know. But uh, but yeah, that's right. I wouldn't have my, gone. Out my my old man and most of my family were standing at the forty kilometer mark, so that was actually a good point for them to wait because I had to get there. Um, in order to see them and when I ran past my dad he just screamed come on I don't think I think he just didn't know what to say but he just screamed <laughs> come on monster yeah. um, and he gave me a good thump and also a big shout out to fellow um, quack um, employee Mr. Will Omaraku. Um he was standing on the top of Milltown Hill and he also gave me a thump up the hill which I think was probably cheating um, a, a couple of wine gums and a bottle of Luke's out so that was um some I often sports, think that yeah. when the you know the cyclists change their tire and then they got to get off change and then the yeah. guy gets out of the car and gives them like a push up the hill yeah and I always think like that's so tactical it's, like, it's so cheating yeah they hang yeah. on to a car yeah actually talking about cycling I think I honestly think that if they did a documentary on marathon runners it'd be a dark horse for sports stock of the year yeah interesting like do you think Kip, that Kip yeah, Joey was brilliant you know the way you said there, dartboard one four seven and all of these milestones you want to hit. Yeah. Do you think has the triathlon ever got into your mind, or do you think you drown nah. in the sea wherever they did it? Nah, don't like cycling and all that. I don't like I cycling have, myself. I, like I have no desire to run a marathon. I don't know why. I just have no desire to do it. But I, I think a, you should run it with me next year, Scott. We'll get a covered I, a covered it marathon group together. I just have a massive desire to do a triathlon. I really want to do a triathlon, but I just have no desire. To, I know there's running in it, but I think I just because them, yeah, I think the three of them just I don't know. But um, and why, sorry, just before we move off the marathon, one, you know? <laughs> yeah, why why bother do like you know while I'm doing that, might as well just do an Ironman, you know, yeah. just do like all of it in one and just be like, who did was it? Greg O'Shea did it recently. Um, you got the tattoo, saw that finishing Ironman. He did the Ironman, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. Unreal. Actually, interesting fact about that I learned this week about Ironman and Ironman events is you have to do a half Ironman before you're allowed to do the full one. Oh, that's yeah. intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the like ultra Ironman? That's which is like everything oh, yeah. multiplied by three. Yeah, it's yeah, mad. Ludicrous. Oh. Ludicrous. Um, sorry, just before moving off the marathon, a huge shout out to Andrew Gough from the Down Syndrome Center. Um who was also out to support me and um we raised some 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 great funds for the, for that charity. So thanks to everyone for that. Right. Let's move on, move on a little bit. Um matters arising from last week's podcast, which was probably about six months ago at this stage. <laughs> but um we had a South African uh, listener um get into us about my pronunciation of Peter Steft toy. So I have a, 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 an apology to give to Peter Steph de Toy. Is that right? De Toy? Peter Steph de Toy. No, I said Toy, but it's actually Peter Steph de Toy. Oh, okay. I, got a, I got a voice note about it. Did you also get one? No, you said it to me when we were having oh, a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think play, it's I'll, Peter I'll, Steph de Toy. 
let me let me clip the voice note in around here. One thing quickly, uh, I can't remember who said it, but it's uh, it's not Peter Step the Twat. We, we South Africans, it's Peter Step the Toy. We're gonna have to drag up an apology into next week now as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, world. They the won the world. They won the World Cup. They can show yeah, them. Jog on, jog on, yeah, jog on. Jog on. Um, I think it was your one of your South African golfers that said it was. It? Yeah, Ruan. Um. So yeah. Um. The Rugby World Cup is over. Do I have any notes on that? I actually some of the notes in here. Um. <laughs> do you know what I wrote down actually when I was watching the Rugby World Cup final was. The only note I have about the, the Rugby World Cup is could the... Do you know the way there's some sort of a Irish link with the Barrett brothers, you know, Bowden, Geordie and all those? Didn't they come to Ireland and spend a summer here and play hurling or something like that? The dad is a farmer. I don't know. He came yeah. over and farmed in Ireland for a year or something like that. So I was wondering, would the Barrett brothers and their dad win Ireland's fittest families? Oh, I don't know. I'd say there's some freak family who if they really tried out in Mayo or Galway who all play I don't know I think they'd get to the final weekend though no but what Donegal Callahan managing see, the, big, the, the three Barrett brothers do you ever watch it or see the families and you've got like, three current yeah. rugby internationals like yeah but do you ever watch it and there's like two like sons who are like gap players or something and they're freaks and then some daughter who's like a, plays camogie or like football and she's a freak athlete as well and then the parents are just shocking like it's all about having it's all about the parents it's, balance, it's all yeah. about having parents yeah like I mean I, I saw that Bodie is retired is he Oh yeah, he's he? yeah. He was on the posters of people players are saying yeah. to the World Cup. Yeah. Um, this is nothing to do with rugby World Cup, but just touching on cycling, Patrick. I watched, um, what's your man's name? Documentary. The one you told me to watch. Uh, on cyclist. Yeah. No. The oh, guy. your man, the English fella. No, English fella. Uh, cyclist. Mark Cavendish. Yes. yes. Boom. Excellent. Boom. Oh, it's excellent an excellent documentary. Documentary. Excellent oh my documentary. god. I didn't excellent. have any feelings for Mark Mark Cavendish until I watched it, and now I actually quite like him. Been through a lot. Um, now I'm I would... now I'm a small bit attracted <laughs> to him. Yeah, no, Scott. It's a weird hour. Yeah. yeah, you have to watch it. <laughs> it's excellent, though, Scott. Watch it. I was. Um, I to jump back to what you were saying about the rugby world cup. It's just I was really hoping your one thing takeaway from the final was that Sam Kane is a shit, Richie McCaw. I really were hoping that that was going to be after he got the red card, but sorry, I did. I wrote another note here, but I couldn't remember what it was about. I wrote Hashtag down Peter Romani. No, I wrote down wrote down Djokovic and Rita Ora. Did anyone see when the the camera panned to Djokovic oh, yeah. sitting beside Rita Ora, and the two of them were like, "Oh no," yeah. because obviously we know that Djokovic has been a bold boy in the past. But then the has next he? time I went, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah." Gossip in Sandy Mountain, Dublin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He's already been. Listen, we won't get into it, but um, I thought that was hilarious because. And then it pans to Roger Federer in a a South African jersey, a South African scarf, and he was crying. I was like, what's going on here? He's from Switzerland. Yeah, but he's. I think he's made with Khaleesi. I think he's best made with Khaleesi. Anyway, listen. Sorry, go on. No, no. No, I was just saying that some people may. Ha- we did say at the start that this is a golfy slash non golfy <laughs> podcast, but I was just gonna. So that's the non golfy bit sort of over. I was just gonna touch on something um golfy. We're gonna slowly move into the golf here now. Um, and where I'm going to start is actually local to home, and I've had a third and fourth person recommend Carlo Golf Club to me now. Get oh, really? A fourth person. Also, four people. All, all four of them from Carlo. No, see, I actually don't remember who the four people are, but I just remember <laughs> noting down every time somebody suggested it, I, I'd write it down. So, Carlo Golf Club people. Yeah, if there's anyone out there who's played it, please drop a message in, a review, and we'll go play it. Um. So, golf. What's been going on? Rory is now a... F- oh, no. Let, Rory is a Formula One owner now or something it is, is it is kind of golf he's also he's also a owner of tgl mm. the the golf league which i've mm. been doing a bit of a deep dive in um he's a member of boston common which is with uh, keegan bradley adam scott tyrell hatton and rory and yes. this was 
the, the five minutes I spent looking at their website was the most research I've done in a while. And <laughs> I actually am all in. I think yeah. it looks good. I like the, the branding of it. They've obviously got some good players. They're not trying to be something that they're not. They know that it's a simulator league. Um, I'll be interested to see how long it goes on for. I, I can imagine players getting a little bit tired of like having to go to play on a Monday night. Like, why would you bother? Unless unless you've played an event that's next door to the simulator place. I just surely that's going to get a bit tiresome. Um, yeah, I'm interested. So so far it's made up of six teams, six teams of four players. So far there's five teams. So you guys can choose from these teams, and yeah. like like the live format, Scott, you're going to have to get a tattoo of the losing team on you. Um, you're going to be covered in tattoos by the end of the. Podcast. So far we we've got Atlanta Drive. That's got mm. JT in it. No one else. Boston mm. Common. That's Rory's team. Los Angeles, which is Colin Marikawa. No. And then New York, San Fran. Don't have any players in there. And there's obviously one more team to be announced. They didn't think they didn't think too hard on the team names. Atlanta Drive Golf Club. Well, I um, think I think LA, New York, and San Fran still have to have their their word at the end, you know, the way like it's okay. Boston Common Golf. They're still okay. to be their branding is still to be done. But uh So do you want a bit of do you want a bit of extra background on one of the teams? Come on. So the you know the way some have like investors. Yeah. Like people are backing it. The oh sorry, is that where you're going with it? Yeah, it was just I just saw that was so cool on Twitter earlier. I saw the oh. is the the Williams sisters involved in the LA one? They are involved in one of them. There's also I think it's the LA as, as, as well as Giannis. I'm not going to try and say his name. Atticum, all all of the all the Atticumbo brothers are involved in the Los Angeles team. Oh really? I think that, I think that's the same one as the Williams. I saw a tweet. The Williams sisters. Um, and is it um, Venus or Serena Williams' husband? Is it? So we got yeah we got Serena Venus Alex, Ohanian. He's a tech founder. Yeah, he co-founded Reddit. Oh, He's I thought cash. That was Serena Williams' husband, but maybe I have the names wrong. Didn't realize that there was four at the Tacumbo brothers. Do they all play golf, or do they all play basketball? Three of them do anyway, right? I think that once they were on the same team, might have to circle back on the pronunciation there. Um, um, Alec, <laughs> Alex Morgan, American footballer. She's won lots oh. of things. Uh, Servando Carrasco. He's a businessman, and Michelle Wee West. Oh, Alex Morgan. Jesus, there's a throwback. So Ben. For 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 someone listening right now who doesn't have a clue what we're talking okay. about, it's a simulator golf league. What is that? So it's going to happen on a Monday night. It's going to be one team against one team each night, and the match is going to be made up of two sessions. So session one is alternate triple shots. So it's three players against three players. So if the three of us were a team, Shani, you'd hit the first shot, then Scott would hit the set next one, I'd hit the next one, and so on and so forth until the hole is finished. Um, so that happens for nine holes. And then session two is uh, two players against each other for holes 11 and 10 and 13, two players against each other for 11 and 14, and two against each other for 12 and 15. So it's made up of 15 holes in total. Whoever has the most amount of points at the end of the night gets two points. And if it's a draw, it goes to a 3v3 close to the pin competition. And it's all being played uh, somewhere. Don't know where, but that'll be found Stadiums. out. But it's, 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 in, it's in some purpose-built stadium, but on a giant 64-foot by, by 46-foot simulator, which is wow. massive in comparison to like a regular simulator screen. Um, and then once they get up to the green, it it changes to an an actual green, where the levels all change. It 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 seems mm. they they've done a good job. Unlike Live, where Live seem to have launched before they are ready, these guys seem they've already got merch available. You can already buy stuff. The branding looks really good. And I'm interested to see how it's gonna pan out. It's in um, Palm Beach State College. There's some center, SoFi Center. Oh, yes. I did hear that. Just in a college yeah. stadium. Um, ben, uh, Mr. John Ram was originally part of the TGL squad and he's pulled out. Is there any goss there? There was a lot of goss on Twitter from the LiveBots saying that obviously he was going to go join Team Fireball alongside Sergio. 
Um, I think realistically, he just pulled out because he lives in Austin and he's got a couple of young kids and a wife. And so no gas. You know, I guess. Yeah, he says he he would like to get involved in the future, maybe, but to start with, he just can't commit to it, which I think is fair. Right. Yeah, but like, I was going to say, is it... yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I to be honest, they all must be getting paid a lot of money because why would you be bothered? They all make so much money. Why do they? Why do they need to go play on a Monday night? Yeah, Sunday? why are they looking for any more? Yeah, and you lose. Okay, you lose John Ram, but like even you know, the, I know the Boston team has been set like set already. Adam Scott, Bradley, Rory, and Tyrrell. You still have what? Ricky, JT, Tiger, Colin, Matt Fitz, Xander, Max Homa, Justin Rose. There's, it's a lot of big names. So I imagine Ricky Billy. and Max Billy. are, are going to be on the San Fran team. And then, Shane, like, Tom who's Kim. Shane, who's Shane going to play for? I don't know. Tommy Fleetwood. So they'll probably play on the same team. Kevin Kisner has done really well to get onto this. Yeah, but Ke- Kevin Kisner is a bit of a cult hero. Yeah, like, but I, I no, will quote Kevin Kisner yeah. maybe once every two weeks. You know, <laughs> I like, agree. Yeah, you know. he's a character, like you know. Yeah. I have my yeah. name on my bag. <laughs> <laughs> they pay a lot of money for sixteenth place or something. Didn't he say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, can you win at Beth Place? I can't. No, I can't win there. Like, okay, why do you show up? Because they pay a hell of a lot of money to come sixteenth. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, is anything else on TGL? I'm gonna pick my team early doors before they, before there's any players. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Drive. Yeah. Nice. I like JT. I'm a big JT fan. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Atlanta Drive. Now, watch though. I'm so fickle about this. It's like live. There'll be like one golfer joins the team. Like I can't go for Boston Common because I just really don't like Keegan Bradley for some reason. Yeah. And that will just stick with me. I would like maybe, since all the teams are made up of American cities, I'd like like an international team maybe. Yeah, like, like the the Mayo Torpedoes or something. Yeah, like Shane, Matt Fitz, Tommy, and Minwoo Lee. Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. <laughs> Billy, Billy loves England. Anyway, I'm excited to see it. it I yeah. think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm excited to see how it, how it goes. Um... Not sure if I'll watch it, but we can talk about um, it. Yeah. Um okay, so um in professional golf, is there any update on quack players, quack watch, people trying to get their cards? Yeah, so uh we've just finished second stage of Q School, so there's actually four Irish guys that made it through to the final stage. Uh, so Conor O'Rourke, who's from the K Club, I think. Dermot McElroy from the North, Rory McGee, who I think is from Rossapenna. He's definitely linked to Rossapenna Golf Club. And Mark Power, who uh, is Kilkenny with Mount Juliet. Mm. They'll all be going to final stage Q School, which is 156 players. Uh, they will be looking for 25 cards to play in the DP World Tour. And it's played, it's four rounds of golf, then there's a cut, and then there's two more rounds of golf. So a lot of golf, six rounds of golf in six days for 25 cards. Um, it's a bit of a grind. I think I might pop down to Barcelona for the last two days to go and see what's going on. Uh, Dion is there for looking to get his card through Q School, so it'll be okay. good to go down and see what's going on, and hopefully a couple of those Irish lads get their cards. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, shout out while we're on friend of the friend of the pod. Shout out to Brandon Stone as well, who we played with recently in the Irish Challenge, and a good friend of the brand too for getting his European Tour card back down in Road to Mallorca. I think he came. Was it nineteenth? He came with the top twenty-one getting their cards. Yeah, uh, finished nineteenth. Had a pretty solid season. Uh, didn't have many wins, but had lots of top tens. And yeah, back in the DP World. So some player. Former. Yeah, former Scottish Open Rolex winner. Good to have him back on the tour. And also shout out to another blast from the past. Good to see Matteo Manacero back on. Oh, tour. really? Yeah. Is yeah. He... The big Matt. He didn't have a great weekend now, but he uh he I think he finished maybe ninth or somewhere in the top ten to to get in. So good yeah. to see him back on tour. He always reminds me of he's Italian, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He always, now, I'm not sure if this fella's Italian, but he always reminds me of that lad that scored for United years ago and then didn't do it. Makeda. Oh, yeah, Makeda. Federica Makeda. Federica Makeda. He's the Federica Makeda of, of professional golf. Yeah. Um, 
I actually just something I want... go on, sorry. Sorry, just touching on that uh, challenge tour grand final. I watched quite a bit of it. Um, it's just incredibly harsh. So, like these challenge tour players, they obviously go and play a long challenge tour season. It's very difficult. The mm. standard is so high down there, and then you get into this. You get into this final forty-five, and if you say you're say you're 35 to 45 you basically have to win the the grand final to get a get a card because that's the way the points kind of work out but like yeah. there's one guy he's a Zimbabwean golfer Benjamin Follett Smith had a really good season all year was always in the top 20 and he came I think he entered the week 18th didn't have a great week and he finished 23rd didn't get his card and it's like you just grinded away all season you've played so well and then you have yeah. one bad week it just seems kind of unfair but I think that's. Just I, the suppose, way it goes. I suppose then you you can flip it then and go. Do you then go for the guys who are like Ugo Cuso? Um, yeah. butchered his name. He came like fourth overall, right? And he had a mare of a weekend. Like he was, yeah. he was nowhere near in the top thing. But like he had such a good season. I think he had two he, wins. And so you know, like yeah. I think sorry, another example is Stuart Manley. Did you see him? He was coming dead last, and he was projected to just miss out because he had a good season. And I think in the second day he shot couple under par or something to get it back up and he got in on the button with 21 and got his card yeah he he burnt on the back nine he was like 16 or 17 over and he birdied three in a row to climb from 45th to 43rd and that was enough to for him to keep his card so yeah he he's a, i saw he got in ahead of um the other english golfer was it was a brandon thompson or was yeah, it brandon robinson thompson robinson thompson yeah. and he had a bit of a mare on the final lane he missed yeah. out by one it was do you know what it was actually probably one of the most um like gripping two days yeah like, and like i know we'd personal things of being kind of like you know knowing brandon or playing golf with brandon but it was like cool really following to see people getting their cards and, and tom valiant or whatever yeah. i say his second name seeing him crying coming off is like european tour card is massive like he he came he got promoted from the alps tour last year and got promoted again this year like that's not a lot of golfers will do that do it next year as mm. Roland Malarney come on the ball. He will. Fingers crossed. He unfortunately missed out on second stage of Q school just by a shot, along with a few other Irish guys. But uh, he'd be playing Challenge Tour next year. So yeah, it'd be good to keep yeah. Track, yeah. track on him. I think it's also worth a shout out to Connor Purcell as well. Had a great weekend um, at the Road to Mallorca, the actual event itself. Yeah. Yeah, up there near the top of the leaderboard for a lot of it. He's like very unlucky to to miss out as well. You know, he had a whopper weekend. There's so many Irish names in that bracket, like yeah. you know, down on the challenge tour, just just trying to get up. Um, Connor Purcell, he'll, yeah. he'll automatically get into the final stage of Q School, so he'll, he's still okay. got a chance to go get a card. Very good. Oh, sweet. Yeah, very good. Um, okay, so I see Quack um have tweeted uh about golf dot com's list of a hundred top golf courses that they announced this week. Um and six Irish courses are in it, kind of the the usuals, Royal County Down, Royal Port Rush, Bally One in Old, La Hinch, Old, Rossapenna, St. Patrick's Links. I haven't played it. Yeah. Port Marnock Old. Um why is Waterville not like rated higher, I would always say. Um was there any scandal there from for, as to which Irish courses should have been in or whatever? Or I don't know. I don't think much has changed since last year. It never um, changes, I seem. Because, like, there's no, not new golf. Like, St. Patrick's Link's probably the newest course. Is that the new one? St. Patrick's Link's? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, how many new courses are getting built? No, I don't uh, think there's, it's done. The rankings are a little bit, it's, there's not much. There's not much weight on the condition of the course, and there's weight on other things that may be less important and yeah, all that. So it's a little bit wishy-washy, but yeah, I don't know. I wonder does Waterville just have a few too many weak holes kind of in the middle, and I think we just have a soft spot for Waterville because it's such good crack. I I that was actually is always my thing with Waterville is I know I have a soft spot for it because I love yeah. going down there. Like we've just had some unbelievable days, but when I do think of some of the holes. There are some that I'm like, are they weak holes? Are they not? Mm. But, but that's what I mean. Like people just put too much weight in these lists, no, you know. No. And then they, and there's loads of I saw loads of Twitter beef and people going, oh, why? How is this higher than that? And just like it's nonsense, like you know. But sure, that's that's the same in any sport. Where like when people talk about like the all time, you know, 
Premier really? League team yeah. and, and stuff and like people are doing the Gerard Scholes Lampard like it's it's just constant debate it's just keeping this you know it was always going to happen that someone's always going to put one course over another and and so on mm-hmm. like there's some some of the Irishmen get in that I'm like yeah yeah I mean they're nice like Belly Bunyan and stuff for me I was like it was cool but I I I'd prefer Waterville but I get why Shani are you telling me that certain. people don't agree with uh, our choice of Cove as our best tenth hole? We need to get back on this. Uh, no. <laughs> Scott, do you want to yeah. know something? Hit this me. day, this day two years ago, do you know what happened? Uh, this day two years ago, uh, no. You got your hole in one. Wow. It just what? popped up. The, the it just popped got... up. It just popped Jeez. up on my, our Instagram archive. Two years ago. Wow. That feels like three months ago. Doesn't for me. That's wild. There you go now. Shout out, shout out on that to Critch Island Golf Club. If anyone what was a planning spot. a trip around the country, if you're going up to Donegal or if you're going to anywhere in the north, it is a drive, but I promise you it is worth it. Some of the best holes in the country, plus the best barman. Oh God, I hope Jay's still there. And <laughs> and unbelievable Guinness. I hope- I hope he's not for his sake. He was a student. Surely he's got a real job at this stage. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Now. You wouldn't know. Um, if I was living in Critch, I wouldn't want to leave because it's that great. So, Shani, did I did I not put up a poll for our next hole? Or no, we need to do that. I think we're on the fifteenth hole, and once again, I've been told there's a strong fifteenth hole in Carlo Golf Club. <laughs> whoever whoever this um... is that keeps messaging about Carlo Golf Club, please stop messaging Shani so we can stop talking. We will go play there, but please stop. Um podcast so just to touch on professional golf um is there anything to be excited about in the next few weeks about professional golf seems like we're in such a lull at the moment well sorry hold on if you're not slightly moved by what happened last night eric van royen i don't know did you watch any of it yeah so like I eric didn't, tell me about it played in the, what's it, the world technology or some silly wwt name. championship thank you the worldwide technology Champ or some silly name yes. for an event but um Whatever about that. So Eric Van Royen, um, Matt Kuchar, and then oh, so shout out blast from the past Camille Vajegas with the yeah. pop collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody pops a collar like either Demo from Devo and Ivor, <laughs> um, or uh, Camille Vajegas because just watching him in all white strutting down a fairway like just crisping irons. Um, Is he but- the guy that gets down in the green like a scorpion? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I for the last day watching it have been like. There was that time that I uh, I met Camille Vajegas in um, Val de Lobo in the golf club. And it oh, was nice. only this morning that I realized that I was talking about Alvaro Quirosh. <laughs> it was not Camille Vajegas. And I've been telling people that I met Camille Vajegas. So uh, that's a lie. I didn't meet Camille Vajegas. It was Alvaro Quirosh. But anyway, they were coming down the 18th. Um, Camille Vajegas was a shot behind the two lads, Kuchar and Van Royen. And they all were going to this par five and two. Van Royen puts it up there. Vajegas puts it up there. And then Kuchar puts it short, chips up. And then Van Royen actually rolled in the eagle putt to win it before the two lads had even finished out the hole. Um, but the big thing is, on a quite a sad note, he was obviously quite choked up, him and his caddy, because one of their best friends, um, old college teammate, um, uh, unfortunately has terminal cancer. So they went to the University of Minnesota together. Um, I think his name was John Trasimir, Trasimir, uh, something like that. Um, He unfortunately, he actually tried to get into Q school, I think, last year or the year before. Um, And he, I don't think he got in, but then unfortunately he was told that the cancer was all clear. And I think it actually came back and it had spread to his ribs um, and his back and his spine, I think. Um, So unfortunately, uh, John Trasimir was told that he only has six to ten weeks to live. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, and I think that both Van Royen and his caddy were, I think, especially Van Royen, I think it's, there's some along the stories when Van Royen first went over to go to college there, um, that Trasmere's family were like one of the ones who greeted him. They were really good to him and stuff, so it was a really close personal friend to Van Royen. So then he was saying that when he was playing, he just was very easy to to forget about it, like the actual golf out there, because for him, there was much bigger yeah. things, put everything into perspective and just played unbelievable golf and then he was just saying every shot was for him and 
it was it's actually it was quite emotional i was watching them on the final the final green yeah. and like in his caddy just as soon as he rolls the put in just bursts into tears um so and i'm i like van Royen, but he like seems van like Royen. a good guy all of this yeah, yeah it just seems yeah. like a real good bloke fantastic mustache oh it's incredible um, and nobody arguably like he he could be credited for starting the phase of jogger on tour like a lot of people are when you think of joggers go eric van Royen. Yeah. so i like shout out to van Royen. Like um, but yeah real real kind of emotional day i say on the golf course for them so that was real cool to see um there's, there's a yeah. few other bits going on in golf as well africa's major is work coming up this week Oh, the Ned Bank, is it? Uh, I don't know Gary what it's Player Golf Course. Is, isn't it? The, I thought it was the Ned Bank. That's down the Yeah, south. it is the Ned Bank, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the it was the top 65 European tour players plus a couple of invites. I know JT's there, Max Home is there, oh. a few others. They're all on yeah, Safari. There's a, there's a huge purse for it uh, in DP World yeah. standards, you know? There's yeah. six million euro purse and like a couple of weeks ago, the Spanish Open only had a 1.7 million purse. So yeah. Big purse. There was So there was a lot riding on that. The last uh, DP World event, people were trying to play their way into that. So that's that's a big purse to play for. Um, I always think it's funny when you get these Americans who may not have, because, because they get into the American golf system, they don't really have a reason to ever leave America. And they come over to Europe and they're like, God, this place is beautiful. Like, this is amazing. You're like, yeah, well get out there and like I always say if I was a pro golfer I'd just go play on random tours because that would be so obviously I wouldn't because that's not mm. how it works but I thought I think that idea of like oh he's American coming and playing a year on the DP World Tour could be fascinating I did like, find I was it was one thing I was looking for when I was watching the road like I'd follow the challenge tour kind of passively throughout the year I mean because yeah. there's so much golf and so many tours right but I was wondering like I saw Julian Surrey He's American. Yeah. Like I saw him trying to, you know, get a card and so on. And then Tom Lewis. I know he's English, but I know Tom Lewis. He played a lot of golf in the US, right? He played in PJ Tour. Another guy and, called Jordan Gumberg. Okay, he's yeah, was he American? Guy. Yeah, he's another one who was trying to. And like I saw that was it was it Brooks or was it um, Chase Kepka or someone was saying that they were like they wish that more American golfers would just go and try and play in your, you know, the way like but, you see it the but, other way around a lot. Yeah. But, both the Kepkas came over to the European tour to play. And yeah, like the, yeah. this whole stigma or like this hang up that the European tour is way easier than the the <clears throat> the PGA tour, the Corn Ferry tour, like come over and play it then. I'd love to see more Americans kind of mixing in to try and play in that. I think that would be cool. Interesting. Yeah. There's a guy I follow on TikTok. Uh, who's a very good follow. James Nichols. Nicholson? Nichols? I think oh. I sent him to you, Scott. He just got through yeah. second stage of Q school. So he's going to be in Barcelona trying to get his card. So um like he's got probably a hundred thousand followers like he's kind of as famous from tiktok as he is from his golf um so be interesting to see how he gets on yeah he was the one who did uh, the piece on the on hog's head right a couple of weeks yeah ago. he was in hog's head recently he, 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 made, yeah. he puts out some really cool content he's a good follow oh nice unreal yeah well like i mean in fairness about with golf i know you've got the I love that's the African major or the ned bank yeah. next or this week is that like we're not far off the dubai right yeah, DP World Tour like Championship. DP World Tour it's, Championship. Like in, Rory. What's Rory going for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that saying Kerry Five Drive Lock? So that'll Jumeirai be. Jumeirai Golf Estates, the Earth Course. Yeah. And then we go into the like African swing, go out to Mauritius, and then we're in January, we're in uh, back in Dubai, and then it all starts again. It's never mm. ending. Please, I tell you, I'd be unbelievable. You know, the way, like, maybe that, as you just said there, that we and Europeans have that mindset of being like, you know, in America, they're just like, love the idea of going down to a corn fairy event in Georgia or like PGA Tour yeah. event and where Louisville, wherever it might be. Like, if I'm looking at that going, geez, Mauritius, how are you? Yeah. That? Like, yeah. I mean, even if I don't make the cut, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> you know, and I know these people are built different to us three absolute morons, but like, yeah. they're all out there for like proper world ranking points. And I'm there being like, God, I'd love to see Mauritius. All, in all inclusive. Um, yeah, exactly. Do they get to say somewhere fancy? Well, I suppose. <laughs> These boys are like scraping to get their tour card. Like if I'm yeah. a, do you know, prime example, if I'm a Billy Ho, I've really turned around a Billy Ho. I love Billy Ho. I like Billy Ho. love Billy <laughs> Like yeah. I love, was it this, was it Scott Rowe? No, it wasn't the Scottish Open. It was, or the Downhill. Like Downhill, yeah. Billy Ho just stayed over for ages in, in the UK. Yeah. And it was just like, 
and having the Why time not? of his life. Like Billy, go to Mauritius. Go play some of these places. And like you well, don't care about cash, Billy, or the world ranking points. Like you can do what you I'd be just playing with the one four iron or like the Andy Sullivan, just one five iron. And like, I was just about to say that, yeah. And another compliment to find Billy Horschel, you know. Another compliment to DP World is their their content team, whatever. But the um I assume you watched it as well because you sent it to me, Ben, but the the one club round in the Belfry by Andy Sullivan on the DP World tw- Twitter. Um, I thought five iron was a wild choice yeah. to start off with. So he he played with a five iron and he shot 78. Um, the I, the funniest was when he went it. into the first bunker and he was like, oh no, I have to hit a bunker shot with a five iron. But then he was clipping them out of the bunker, yeah. like backspin and everything. He was mad. He's so good. I, I think, yeah, I think we also like just massive, you know, you just forget how good pro golfers are. Like, Absolutely. You know, like where they're being like, yeah. God, yeah. Well, if I went with a four hour now, there's a high chance 60% of the time I'm going to shank it or like thin it or do something with four where they are just machines. Like Andy Sullivan played in a Ryder Cup. Like, so. Yeah. The, the only thing I like, I, I'd say the five iron was nicer to put with, maybe. Well, I would go with you, the five You don't want to be wasting putts. Like, yeah. I think I'd just, I'd probably take a six just for that little bit more loft because I'm going to spend a lot yes. of time chipping around yeah. the green. Um, yeah. but that was I, incredible wasn't it isn't that wasn't that absolutely incredible everyone should go and watch that five hours to follow on that one have you watched Andy Sullivan try the hole in one challenge yeah that's you know good. you know the European tour do like the 500 golf balls to try and get a hole in one yeah. Andy Sullivan is very funny on it is he good yeah he's he good is he's a good character on it it's like Bob McIntyre does the two of them are like separate videos obviously but they're like they're really good characters where, like, I think, is it Eduardo Molinari maybe did the first one? And I remember being like, cool concept, like Eduardo, yeah. but wasn't as much crack, where, like, Andy Sullivan is there, like, swearing at himself and, like, self-deprecating humor, and it's it's real good. Yeah, I'd like to do, uh, like, a 1v1, one-hole, like, nine-hole competition. Like, you and me, Shani, take each other on one club each. I'd love that. I'd love. I'd. I'd honestly love to take a five iron out and see yeah. what kind of what kind of situations I'd find myself in. I think um, if you could put, if you could turn that into a sport, and you're allowed to have your bag on your back, that's what I would probably win Olympic gold in. Like <laughs> oh that could be my God. Olympic sport, playing with my bag on my back, which is one club. <laughs> um. Anything else, lads? That's the end. Oh, well, of my... I was just looking at my notes here and our last podcast came prior to our round of golf at the Old Head. So I'm just wondering if, Shani or Scott, you'd like to take us through our day out of the Old Head for Sean Stagg. Oh, yeah. So, it um Did solid that. day. Uh, weather was real nice. Um, on the two days beforehand when we were told <laughs> that we weren't allowed to play in the Old Head because they closed <laughs> early for, for the winter because of the rain. Um, so, but unreal day two days beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Um, they yeah. already closed the course to stop us from getting in there. And yeah. now, what we did decide to do instead um, on the Sunday was go go karting in Watergrass Hill, um, and that was also unreal the day before when we decided we're not going to do that either. So there actually was no activity. We didn't Look, get to play in the old head. I um, wanted to go go karting. It was Sean's mates and anyone else who pulled out on that i was disappointed what i will say it's become a bit of a stag tradition for us we find ourselves in a pub at some stage there's always some sort of sport on we all we all chip in a little bit of money and we oh i know where you're going and by god did we have a good saturday this time we just the golf was cancelled we were all a little bit sad newcastle villa was kicking off at the three o'clock kickoff didn't really no newcastle crystal palace palace yeah we didn't really care about it. We all four of us stuck a fiver in. We we made a bit of an accumulator. What twenty quid returned, or it was a tenner returned. No, tenner returned nine was it n- or eight hundred and sixty pounds. So we basically we had this six is not ad- an advert for betting, but we had about, <laughs> it can sometimes we had... be fun. <laughs> anyway, we've never won something this big. We had about six legs to come in. We needed a yellow card. Um, we needed over two and a half goals, over twelve corners all these ridiculous things. And all we were left with, with five minutes to go, was Udson Edwards to have a shot on target. It was actually, even to add legs to it, it was nine minutes out. We needed a Tariq Mitchell yellow 
and Eden <laughs> uh, Odson Edward. The reason I remember this, that initial moment when, when it came in was like the hole in one for me. We needed Mitchell. We were like, people were talking on the stag. I was refusing to talk to anyone because I was just so glued to the TV. Mitchell dies in over the end line, gets a stupid yellow. Then it sets up five minutes to go. We just need one shot from Crystal Palace centre forward, Odson Edward. When does Odison Edward ever take free kicks? Because he, I'd say he only took it because he won it. It was yeah, at the edge of the box, and we were all like, shoot, oh my God, just let Rick please, even if it's a little dribbler. It's a serious free kick. Then he gets fouled, and we were like, well, there's no way. Like, what center forward? Maybe not center forward. I don't know, but I was like, no way. He, he just takes not a free kick taker. And the moment when we all saw him go, he picks up the ball, and some, I can't remember, Will Hughes or someone, maybe it wasn't Will Hughes, someone walks over to him, and he just goes, pushes them away, and goes, no, no, I've got this. And we're all like, just put it on target. Just put it on target. Um, which he proceeded to do, rips it in top left. Actually, great save as well by yeah. uh, by Pope. But uh, elation in Hamlet's bar in Kinsale <laughs> as the lads win eight hundred. I'm going to be, pounds. I'm going to be getting Edward eighty five with the minute sign, S O T shot on target tattooed on me somewhere. Well, no. Ben, I was I the note that I had put down here is surely we're going to have a quack Crystal Palace themed polo in the next drop. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to. Some nice colours, like, you know. Yeah. Um, However, the right. problem is, the problem is now is we have taken that into every game seems to be up. But even yesterday, hung over, Ben texts me going, are you on the couch? I was like, oh, I have to go get my car. And he goes, well, here's something for you to follow. And he puts in another accumulator. And we haven't hit one since. We were one James Ward, Ward, what? Ward. James Ward-Prowse shot of target away from another one. But we need to rein ourselves in because the, yeah. There's one coming this evening. There's one. There's big, give me a lot of yellow cards in this match. I don't even want to bet on Spurs because I just know that tonight it's going to fall apart. But if it doesn't... Anyway, we're not serial gamblers. We just do it on <laughs> Please take gambling responsibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, so this that sounds like we've verged into our own chit-chat. But um, uh, if there's no more takes, I think I'll ring the gong there, lads. Thank you very much to everyone. For listening again and please like and follow. Um boys, enjoy your golf this week. Is there going to be any golf? Probably not in this November weather. I'm just gonna be glued glued to Twitter to see when the Atlanta Drive release their uh, team. <laughs> I wanna know who who I'm gonna be. I got shafted with my live team by the cleats and G Mac and Martin Keimer and no <laughs> so this one I've got JT and I just can't wait to see who rocks in that's it folks see you Bye later John. see you later boys ciao man.